Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. I'm Brian. This is a podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from harrowing heists to holy heroes, and today we're covering Harpies. Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. <laughs> uh, Why are we talking about venereal disease today? <laughs> no, harpies, Brian. Damn it. Harpies. Oh. Not the other thing. The, the winged thing. <laughs> yeah, the winged okay. thing. I was not expecting that. In Dungeons and Dragons. I thought for sure you'd be expecting that. No. Mostly because I, I said it earlier. I, I <laughs> tune you out when I'm focusing on my notes. <laughs> so in Dungeons and Dragons, harpies are chaotic, evil uh beings by nature and they are known to be sadistic and vicious flying monsters with the lower torso of a bird of prey and the upper torso and head of a humanoid woman Uh, they are one of the earliest creatures introduced to the game going all the way back to first edition they take glee in both suffering and death and are always on the hunt for prey they are based primarily on the greek mythological creature of the same name with a bit of another greek mythological creature the siren mixed in Okay, cool. In, in fact, D&D Harpies are most infamous for their siren song that lures hapless and unsuspecting victims to their violent doom. Make a wisdom saving throw. It pretty much exactly you that. Fail. It might be charisma. You we'll die. find out later when we'll we find that out. Block. Yeah. Sounds like a wisdom <laughs> thing. We'll see. Hey, yeah, it could, it, or, could be both. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, like so, in, so in real life mythology, harpies originated in the writings of the ancient Greeks, mm-hmm. uh, much like the Cyclops. And also like the Cyclops, there is quite a bit of conflicting lore written about them. Okay. Honestly, even more so than the Cyclops. While the Cyclops had essentially what were two distinct and different canons, mm-hmm. pretty much no one seems to agree on what the harpies of the ancient Greeks were or what they looked like. Like okay. there's just a bunch of different iterations of them. I know what the uh, the cartoonish depiction on Yu-Gi-Oh cards looks like. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that card. The harpy lady. <laughs> You're right. So the harpies of ancient Greece were half bird, half human creatures that likely originated as some sort of wind spirits and are thought to be the personification of storm winds. Nice. Okay. Uh, they were most commonly depicted as giant birds with the heads of maidens, with uh, faces pale with hunger and long claws on their hands. A pale with hunger. Uh, yeah. Excellent. That's that was how it's written. Odd description. Uh, it is. But I'll it take is it. an odd description. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. But another description depicts them as feathered creatures with heads of birds, wings, and human arms with great claws, while other depictions of them are wingless black scaly creatures with repulsive breath, and there are even some accounts of harpies being described as winged angelic beauties with fair and beautiful hair. So it's all over the fucking place. Yeah, I'm seeing like an Aarakocra thing where there's arms and wings. I'm right. Seeing, uh, I'm seeing where the wings are, are the arms or then, that sort of and thing. And then there's like, the scaly ones with no wings. Like, yeah, it's, okay. it's all over the place. It's a custom build. Right. <laughs> Got it. So that's the discrepancy in what harpies were. Now for the discrepancy in what harpies did. Oh, they, uh, <laughs> oh okay. So Fivey didn't nail down the look. Oh, Fivey did. I'm talking about Greek mythology here. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, cool This is Greek mythology. Got so, it. as I said before, harpies were thought to originally have been wind spirits, uh, personifications of the destructive nature of the wind. Uh, their name meant snatchers or swift robbers, okay. and they were said to steal food from their victims while they were eating and to carry evildoers off to the Aranese. Um, now, the Aranese are Greek deities of vengeance and not to be confused with the prominent devil type in D&D known by the same name. Okay. Uh, when a person suddenly disappeared from the earth, it was said that they had been carried off by the harpies. This is some boogeyman shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other stories said the harpies actually served and reported directly to Zeus, who would send them on errands. Uh, sometimes the harpies were called the hounds of Zeus. Uh, later writings. Well, that's not. Yeah. Okay. Later, later writings relegated harpies to one of uh, the many monstrous guardians of the underworld, alongside Cerberus, Gorgons, and the Lernaean Hydra. So, shout out to Gorgons. <laughs> No, that's not so right. all no, that's not right at all. So like again, just all over the place. Like harpies, just they were just used everywhere by anyone for whatever reason. They <laughs> for sure, wished. they're just like are for hire. They're like I the, guess so. They're like the mercs of the Greek it's sky true. realm. Or they some were shifting shit. around all over the place. They're so super mal- like viable for anything because they can just fly there. True. Okay. So unlike Greek mythology, D and D harpies have both an agreed upon appearance and a cohesive mythos. Uh, so let's get into it. Here's my here's my headcanon. Uh, right, storm giant. Because you're the big guy. Storm uh-huh, giant uh-huh, yawns uh-huh. and a bunch of harpies come out. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> harpies are monstrosities with the upper body of a female humanoid and the lower body of a reptilian slash avian creature with scaly legs, clawed feet, and they're... Oh, and clawed hands with like knotted knuckled fingers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that that's kind of closer to what was up here. Right. They have coal black eyes, and their faces are cruel and haggard. Their hair has a tendency to be filthy, tangled, and crusted with old dried blood. Uh, their human features are youthful but hideous, pale and gaunt with decaying teeth. A foul odor surrounds all harpies and that which they touch. Uh, harpies never bathe nor clean themselves in any way. <laughs> You're like, see, like, oh, girl, you got something in your hair. Oh, 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 no. Oh, there's a lot more than I thought. What are you doing? Oh, your legs. They're so scaly. Like slowly realizing That's that this is not a woman. Terrifying. Siren-esque Indeed. part. Yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, they possess powerful leathery or feathered wings, which okay. they have the strength that allows them not only to fly, but to fly while lifting a full-grown humanoid in their claws if mm. they wish. Uh, fun fact, there is no physical difference between male and female harpies. The males possess breasts just like the females, leading to the misconception that male harpies do not exist. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. So that's, They just all look the same. That is the canonical physical description of a harpy. Which the, style. the damn Greeks couldn't give us. 
But D&D did. <laughs> damn Greeks. Why couldn't they just have these damn poets Why just talk they to just each other? Why couldn't they just agree in ancient read times? each other's books and get it straight. <laughs> so the fifth edition Monster Manual presents an interesting origin story for the Harpy. Um, so I feel like it's been a while, um, but it's story corner time. I like it. Right, yeah. Let's go back. Let's, yeah, let's do let's it. Let's dust off this old chair <laughs> and have a story corner time. Indeed, indeed. Okay. So long ago, a female elf wandered into an ancient sylvan wood, uh, and there she heard a bird song so pure and wholesome that she was moved to tears by its sound. Mm. Uh, she followed the music, and she eventually came upon a clearing where stood a handsome elf youth who had also paused to hear the mysterious bird song. Mm. But this was no ordinary elf. This was Fenmarel Mistarin. A reclusive, oh, who's that? <laughs> a reclusive elven god of nature and trickery, oh. also known as the Lone Wolf. His divine presence stole her heart. Or excuse me, let me reread what I wrote. His divine, the divine presence of Fenmarel stole the heart of this elven maiden as he fled, vanishing into the woods as if he was never there in the first place. Though the elf maiden searched the woods and called for her stranger, she found no sign of his passage. Driven to despair by her longing, she begged the Soldarine to help her. Um, Eridre Fania. God, I hate that one. I hate that name. It's so hard to say. Eridre. Eridre Fania. El- Elf Fania. goddess. Fania. <laughs> you always say it like that. Fania <laughs> is how it's spelled. Fania. <laughs> Eridre Fania, elf goddess of the sky, heard the woman's cries and was moved by her sorrow um, to her aid. She came to the maiden as the same bird whose song had entranced the outcast god. She then taught that song of beauty and seduction to the elf. But when the maiden's singing failed to draw Fenmarel Mastarine to her side, she cursed the elven gods, invoking a dreadful power, transforming her into the first harpy. The curse worked its magic on the elf's spirit as well as her body, turning her desire for love into a hunger for flesh. Damn. Even as her beautiful song continued to draw creatures to her deadly embrace. Wow. Um, Let's take a short rest. Okay. (laughs) And on that note... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode where we're not talking about that last thing. Don't do it. Talk about the new thing. Talk about love. Talk about how we love you. Experience the show. Receive our love. Yeah. That is the dungeon cast. Yes. Yeah. What you said. He's reciprocating. <laughs> I am. Over there. So um, I, I don't think we have a lot to talk about this short rest. I think the main thing is that we have a contest going. Take it away, Will. I'm doing I'm doing my best. I thought I was already doing that. Okay. <laughs> keep taking it. Always so going. We are giving away the newest D&D book, uh, Explorer's Guide to Wildmont, Look which is go. the campaign <laughs> setting book for the uh, titular uh, D&D series, uh, Critical Role, which most people should be pretty... Uh, aware of you should at least know about it yeah you've probably heard the name anyways here's the book it popped off they did a thing they did a thing yes oh oh really oh yeah laura bailey oh Mm -hmm. oh oh, interesting laura bailey did like a taco what uh to peer where aisles for the sort raging flaming poisoning sort of doom type move oh nice apparently Um, that's a spoiler spoiler thing uh, i actually spoiler within a spoiler actually i follow some critical role stuff on insta and they they they've been pretty good about not actually spoiling the thing that happened. So cool. I really don't know what it is. But you knew a thing happened. A thing happened, All and right, you well, should at least be aware that a thing happened. If you want your own thing to happen, you should try and get this book. And yeah. <laughs> in order to win this book, all you have to do is share an episode of our show, not that show, our show, on social media. You do that on Twitter and just add the hashtag DungeonCast. I'll, I'll catch that pretty quick. Or if you do it on other social media, go ahead and just send us a snapshot to prove you did it, and we'll enter you into the contest. We will be announcing the winner the day this book releases, which is on March 17th. So don't wait. Do it. Don't wait. Appreciate. Our, our, let's go back to the show. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's go back to the show. Hey, Brian. We've returned. Indeed we have. And we were talking about harpies. I think I told their origin story right before the short rest. So let's just get into the nitty gritty. So, as I said before, harpies have a reputation for being sadistic and malevolent beings, taking enormous joy in hurting, torturing, and killing their victims. And due to their voracious hunger, uh, they are always on the search for more victims because they're never not hungry. It's just a bird of prey trying to eat. Pretty much, yeah. So, when they attack, harpies uh, have a tendency to play with their food, delighting in the Music their victims make as they scream. Oh um, no! Yeah, they're they're like that. Yeah, a harpy takes its time dismembering a helpless foe and can spend days torturing a victim before the merciful end. Um, though oftentimes their method of torture is very direct and physical, like I just described. Um, harpies are also known for using their siren song to lure unsuspecting victims to cruel and shocking doom, such as falling off a side of a cliff or into freezing depths before then being devoured. Have we ever talked about like uh, birds of prey that? Pick up like 
goats and like rams off cliff sides and just like drop them over the edge. We haven't. We have, but we are now. We're gonna do um, it now. That is a, that is is a, that cool, a thing? That's make a thing per- that happens. Make a perception check. <laughs> you see some fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing that happens. I didn't know that. That's yeah, very much like a harpy. Yes. I've seen an eagle carry like a like a mountain goat uh-huh. off in. To like a canyon. A mountain goat? It's big. You think it wouldn't be able to do that. No. It's so powerful. Those birds <laughs> yes. are very strong. I think you might have seen a harpy, Brian. <laughs> I saw a harpy. It was shaped like an eagle. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's fun fact of the day. Thank you, Brian. Uh, just a little campaign idea for you. Indeed. Indeed. So harpies are pretty much exclusively carnivorous, only resorting to the consumption of vegetation in times of either famine or desperation. Uh, they will kill and devour any kind of flesh, but the preferred food is freshly slain humanoid meat and above all others, the flesh of elves. So it is thought that due to the natural resistance elves have to the charming effects of the harpy song, harpies view elf meat as an especially rare delicacy. Ooh. Um, I think another possible reason that one could use to explain their proclivity towards uh, elf flesh might be from a primal vendetta carried from the original harpy of the origin story I told, I told earlier. Perhaps harpies slay elves out of vengeance for the curse that made them what they are. Interesting. I think that's fun. I like, uh, but not canonical. There's like elf, there's like elf storyline where they <clears throat> they become like they formed from the nature right. into elves or whatever. Like we're like a wisp in the wind, and right. now they're like this elf. Like a harpy is formed from like this An storm elf. or whatever. Well, like how you with, were talking um, about in the Greek. Gosh, what's the during our Halloween spooktacular spook fest? We did on Patreon. You can find it on Patreon. Oh no, no, that's our. Uh, oh, Halloween you mean special. our Dungeon Cast episodes? Yeah, the Dungeon Cast episodes. We just did a Banshee. Banshees are formed oh, yeah. from Elf Maidens specifically oh, as well. Oh yeah. yeah. So I don't know what's up with Elf Maidens. What's up, Elf Maidens? <laughs> but yeah, let's get back to harpies. <laughs> so despite being so openly violent, harpies are not very bold creatures. They have no interest in a fair fight and never attack unless they have a very clear advantage over yeah. their uh, prey. Uh, and they can fly, so... Which, yeah, they have advantage a lot of time. That's a pretty yeah. good reason to have advantage. Indeed. If a fight turns against a harpy, it is very likely that the harpy lacks the cunning needed to adapt and will more likely flee and go hungry rather than risk losing in direct combat. Okay. So harpies are pretty intelligent. They're, I think, about a seven or eight. So they can speak sometimes, often not very well, and they do have their own language, but I think some sometimes they can speak common as well. You just hear like a flock of uh, of harpies saying uh, like one phrase repeatedly, like how birds would like caw, and be like the flesh of the innocent, the oh. flesh of the innocent. Oh, yeah. I like that, <laughs> that's, yes, that's really cool, yes. <laughs> You're like, what's that? Yeah, you just hear somebody saying the flesh of the innocent over and over again? <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it to you guys. <laughs> right, right. That that was I like that lore drop there. That was very, very creative. Roll for of you. initiative. <laughs> so though harpies are generally uninterested in treasure or wealth, they are known to take shiny baubles, trinkets, or other trophies from their victims back to their lairs as symbols of their kills. Um, so at times harpies may even fight with each other for the right to claim the choicest prize. Uh, when no such objects can be found, a harpy may also resort to taking hair, bones, or body parts to line its nest with. Um, <laughs> Gross. It's so gross. They're so nasty. They're nasty creatures. You uh, go to like a harpy lair and uh, they just hung a new trophy up and their their harpy friends are like, oh, the flesh of the innocent? Like, yes, <laughs> the flesh of the yes, innocent. Yes, exactly. Yes, it's so true. <laughs> so a harpy's lair is usually hidden in remote ruins or uh, high-end coastal caves where adventurers can sometimes discover valuable treasure hidden beneath foul piles of entrails and bones. Oh, cool. Let me just search these entrails and, and bones. bones. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I ent- hope it's more bones than entrails, quite frankly. Honestly, if you're finding entrails, they're probably fresh-ish. Yeah, you know. I can't imagine what a harpy's lair smells like. It must be horrific. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what it smells like. Will 
entrails. Yeah, fair and, enough. And bones. And bones. The flesh of the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> so, though harpies make homes in groups of six or more individuals, they are often encountered either alone or in pairs. More rarely, though, harpies do sometimes hunt in packs of seven to a dozen known as flights. Mm. Uh, even more rarely, an entire tribe of harpies known as a scream can come together. Whoa. Yeah, a scream. That's of, awesome. It is really cool. A scream of harpies can grow uh, as large as up to 200 individual harpies. Um, which is fucking madness. Wow. Yeah. I just pictured a, a like a battalion of soldiers and uh-huh. like uh, the scout they sent ahead like rounds the corner like scream. Oh god. And one of the soldiers is like, okay. Uh-huh. Ah! And they're like, no, no run. Scream. It's like you want me to scream or run? <laughs> which is it? And then the and then the scream shows. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, oh a scream. You do both. <laughs> so a scream of harpies can oh I already said that. There's no social structure to harpy life, whether solitary or in flights or in screams. Uh <laughs> these vicious avian and monstrosities constantly quarrel, vying for dominance and the right for first kill, first trophy, and first bite. Uh, these altercations do sometimes result in fights to the death. Uh, when deaths among harpies occur, their brethren are more than willing to eat their own kind. Uh, otherwise, harpies ventured out to hunt, and their victims were often brought back to their lairs to be killed and eaten. <laughs> flesh of the guilty. Flesh, yeah, flesh of, of the, the guilty. guilty. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> I love it. Still tasty. Still good. Just as good. Maybe even better. It's not elf steak, but whatever. Hungry. (laughs) The lifespan of a harpy is theoretically up to about 50 years, but most die far earlier when old age weakens a harpy around uh, ages 25 to 30. Um, The harpy's kin will kill and devour it. (laughs) Okay. They're just so hungry. (laughs) Yeah. So is that flesh of the aged. <laughs> Flesh of the elderly. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Female harpies usually lay roughly 20 eggs throughout their lifetime uh, oh. from the age of two, which is the year where they reach adulthood. Um, but only around three or so of all of a harpy's eggs will successfully hatch. Furthermore, any harpies born, deformed, or underdeveloped are always killed and eaten by the parents. Um, it is unclear whether harpies look after the young or not, but if they do, it consists of nothing more than feeding their young, similar to birds, until they can hunt for themselves. Fools just eat whatever they, whatever's They around. just eat everything. Yeah. yeah, the flesh of fucking anything like is what they eat. Super evil vultures. Yeah, okay. they are. <laughs> yes, essentially. Uh, so let's finally talk about the harpy song. Uh, the deadliest power of the harpy is its insidious and captivating song. Uh, to hear a harpy song is to hear music more beautiful than anything else in the world. Mm-hmm. A traveler that succumbs to the entrancing effect of that singing is compelled to blunder towards its source. If danger obstructs the path of the charmed, they may get the chance to shake off the effects. But if they cannot then there is little they can do to protect themselves. And once within the reach of a harpy, the victim is completely at the harpy's mercy Mm. and will make no attempt at defending themselves. Obviously, creatures who cannot hear are immune to the magical song. And as said before, elves have a natural resilience to the effects of the harpy song. You know any creatures off the top of your head that can't hear? Oh, off the top of my head that can't hear? Um, An earth elemental or something? Or like... mm, Maybe. um, I don't know. Probably it's something a harpy wouldn't really be in. It's just deaf people. Deaf people. Deaf people. people, The um, harpy's real weakness. Deaf people get plus one against harpy fights. Sure. It's like harpy. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) We'll go with that. Any questions about the harpy before we dive into the stat block? Do we have baby harpy stat block? No. We should make one. Because that would be fun to have like a little flock, a, a, a little baby scream. That yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, you could just I would just pick like one of the bird um, stat blocks from the back of the book. Oh, like cool! Like a CR eagle. quarter bird. Exactly, something like that. 
Uh, here is Bird Stat Block. <laughs> yes, we're we're also going to read Bird Stat Block. No, we're no, we're not. Harpy we're certainly block. not. I did not print that out. I don't want so, to. So, Harpy Stat Block. block. <laughs> Harpies are considered to be medium monstrosities and they're chaotic evil. Armor class of 11, hit points of 38. So, they're a pretty like, weak, weakish monster in the grand scheme of things. I love a bestiary tome that has like. Uh, what what was the size category like medium? Uh, <laughs> yeah, medium. What, this was medium monstrosity. Medium monstrosity. Yeah. Like seeing that written is fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, they have a walking speed of twenty feet, but a flying speed of forty feet. Strength of twelve, dexterity of thirteen, constitution of twelve, intelligence of seven, wisdom of ten, charisma of thirteen. They're pretty well rounded, except for that poor intelligence. But mm-hmm. um, challenge rating one. So this is a pretty early level monster. Um, I could see you fighting like a whole swarm of these at the higher levels. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, the idea of like putting my party of four against like a, uh, a swarm of like 20 challenge rating ones. It just sounds like a logistical nightmare to me. I would never do that. Yeah. This is like a mob, a mob nightmare. I mean, you, yeah. you kind of would have to, maybe the location could help you kind of manage the, the tracking of this. Cause yeah. you, you're, like tracking combat on a grid is is one thing mm-hmm. do you need a like how do you track the three-dimensional space that would be something interesting to like yeah there's that too yeah like hmm. maybe maybe you would write like a little because these are like dry erase grids most of the time mm-hmm. you can like write a footage on its space that's true so that's then true. then you have like a, a weird issue of like both players both both icons occupying one square well what, what but not yeah in, that's you true know, in vertical space. one thing you could do rather than the dry erase thing is because i can see that getting messy is if you make like little like paper tabs mm-hmm. with like 5 10 15 20 25 like, oh yeah, yeah have yeah, those ready easier. you can just slip them right under yeah, and totally. they stick out that'd be Some cool pogs some pogs, some slammers, <laughs> even. Um, but yeah, so it, uh, let's uh, let's talk about their attack. They have a multi attack in which they can do a claw attack and a club attack. So I guess they come equipped with a club, which is cool. You want a fucking sword? That'd be scary as shit. That is scary. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe when like BBEG is in love with the party now and mm-hmm. sending swarms of stuff after. You know, I like the storm giant idea of like contri- commanding some harpies. I can see, like, yeah, well, ex- with the exception of storm giants, tend to be uh, okay, lawful good. I think lawful. Oh yeah, good. okay. We haven't done storm uh, storm yeah. giants yet, so yeah, exactly. I don't know anything about them. But I like where your head's at. Like this big, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm powerful to... from on top of mountains sending their harpies, much like the wicked witch of the west sending her flying monkeys. Yeah, and they're sending like droves of normal ones, and then later on at the higher levels, it's like, oh, we're getting closer, and these are where the ones with the swords are. You right, know, just like in a, in a regular like <laughs> the harpy RPG, knights, if you will. Like a video yeah. Game. That's really cool. I like yeah. that. So the claw attack is is whew, a plus three to hit solo. Um, reach of five feet does two d four plus one slashing damage. Club is another plus three to hit. One d four plus one bludgeoning damage. So real kind of weak. But then you get to the luring song ability, which is quite the fat fucking paragraph. So let's read this. The harpy <laughs> sings a magical melody. Oh. Every humanoid and giant within three hundred feet of the harpy, so it's very specific. Okay, uh, that can hear the song must succeed a DC eleven wisdom saving throw or be charmed until the song ends. So low, low saving throw. Eleven's not too hard to beat a lot of the time. The harpy must take a bonus action on its subsequent turns to continue singing. It can stop singing at any time. The song ends if the harpy is incapacitated. While charmed by the harpy, a target is incapacitated and ignores the songs of other harpies. Uh, so there's only one room for one harpy in their hearts. Oh, wow. Um, the harp, uh, where was I? If the charm target <laughs> is more than five feet away from the harpy, the target must move on its turn towards the harpy by the most direct route, uh, trying to get within five feet of the harpy. Okay. It doesn't avoid opportunity attacks, but before moving into damaging terrain, such as lava, such as lava or a pit, 
And whenever it takes damage from a source other than the harpy that's singing, the target can repeat the saving throw. So there's your chance cool. to save yourself. You get a little extra. Um, a charm target can also repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns. If a saving throw is successful, the effect ends on it. A target that successfully saves is immune to the harpy song for the next 24 hours. Sweet. So. I was going to, I had this cool idea for like mm-hmm. a choir and they kind of know. Holy it. shit. Yeah, like, oh, I have this cool idea where you can give, like, a plus one on uh-huh. the slow save. Yeah, 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 You know, add a number higher for each consecutive bird. I mean, that's fun and cool, and you should just do that anyways. But, yeah, they did, like, specifically kill it. Yeah, they're trying to not yeah. have But you could just be, have, like... Because um, how annoying would that be to just be, like... Can you imagine, like, a whole scream starts singing, and it's just, like, they take out a whole city? What a horrifying thing, right? Yeah, but you need, just, like, one did, like, lemmings, in the They town. sing the people of the city off the cliff into oh, the water, geez. and then they oh. feed. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Just like this swarm, <laughs> the scream, just like dive yeah. bombing the ocean water. Yeah, it's exactly. It's all red. Yes. Oh. Yeah, there we go. The, the flesh of the innocent. <laughs> the bones of the fallen. <laughs> so true. All right. Uh, any questions about Harvey's before we get ready for a long rest? Um, <clears throat> do they all have venereal disease? I mean, they probably have a lot of disease. They probably have really That'd be bad another disease. interesting thing because they're really gross. So maybe they're, you can add like a, a disease saving throw to their claw attack. Uh, yeah, so be fun. so you've got um, like harpies, and then you've got harpy knights, like the ones you were talking about mm-hmm. with the swords, and then you have harpies with herpes. <laughs> Not while well, drinking water, dude. All right, long Don't rest time. Long rest time. We're done here. All right, well, I washed my face, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I did I did my my evening meditation, mm-hmm. and uh, the campfire's going. So yep. who's got who's got first? Um, well, it was me last time, so it has to be you this time. I don't think so. <laughs> no, right. watch. Well, no watch. Well, while we try and figure it out, maybe we should answer some of the questions or 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 what it, notices, notes. We got Patreon. Things we to got, read. We got Patreon. Patron send in messages. Messages. I'm just that's read the word that I was stuff. For. Yep. Yeah, that's a yep. Messages. With an, mm. uh, <laughs> I'm just reading. I'm just reading the stuff you guys send. Because uh, I mean, I think that's it's, the yeah, agreement. That's so. sort of like, <laughs> like it's too messy to track people. Just if you, if you don't want, if you don't want it read, just say so. And if I think it's cool, I'm gonna read it. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, that's how it I works. Don't know so why Patre- I'm to. I'm Patreon, to folks, get in there. You can pledge to our Patreon at a dollar if you want. I think that's totally dope that you guys would support the show at any level. Yes, uh, especially levels beyond listening. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So if you guys want to support us at a dollar, you can get sh- Will's show notes for episodes that have been released. Will be on there for you. Mm to access you can take a look over mm-hmm. maybe uh, look at them while you listen it's and essentially a transcript yeah <laughs> and you can also send us messages to have us read on the show if they're yeah. appropriate yes yeah so uh here we go justin clark it. thank you justin love what you guys do mm. thanks for the dungeon cast and super quest saga infinitely listenable oh full of great information advice and creative inspiration. Oh, thank you, Justin. Ex- kind words. Yes, bring all the kind words. Thank you. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> yeah, we, thank you We so really much. appreciate uh, you writing into us, and um, thanks a lot. We, Indeed. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so next, we got JR. Hey, Th- guys. Thank you, JR. I just want to say you're doing a great job, oh, another, and I'm really enjoying message. I'm really enjoying the Dungeon Cast content as well as Super Quest Saga. Thanks, JR. Yeah, we really appreciate it. You guys are it. so nice. Yeah. I expected um, more questions, but I'll take the kind words any day. Yeah, if you guys have questions <laughs> for us, uh, feel free to get in there. I know we're in the Discord, like, talking about things, you know, with with people that aren't right. necessarily patrons too. We do answer questions there, but we'll save, like, whatever. If you have, like, specific stuff that we're not, we're not <laughs> always trying to be in the Discord, like, elaborating, like, eating up the data. Yeah. You know, you True. know that's for you guys. So, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. If you guys have questions, go ahead and send them in on Patreon. If you want to get a question in, hit it. 
become a patron and you feel free to do all that stuff. So yep. I think that's all we got. Don't forget about our contest. It's wild, it's wild Mont, Wild Ex- Mount. I don't know. Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount. Myth, myth confirmed. Mount. Wild it. Mount. Nobody knows. I, I got it right here. Everybody, somebody knows. Everyone but us knows. Everybody but us knows. <laughs> Hold on. It's kind of. Uh, Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount. Wild Mount. Myth Give it away on March 17th. If you guys want to enter, just go ahead and share an episode of our show. Yeah, you can on find social media. Yeah, you can find Will at the Dungeon Cast. You can find me, the Dungeon Cast, on Instagram. You can hit us up uh, if you want to inquire about advertising space, et cetera, or just want to send us a message, talk to us, et cetera. Um, the Dungeon Cast at gmail.com is where you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, hit us up there. And uh, I don't know. Do we have anything else to talk about? No, I don't think um, so. I think do we, we, we have hmm. some? Do we want to start announcing? That we're gonna be somewhere. No, we're, no. Okay, no, we're not gonna. We're gonna be somewhere, but we're not gonna announce. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Spoilers Spo- for the future. Spoilers for the future. But soon we'll start announcing. I don't know how soon, but we'll start announcing that we're gonna be somewhere doing stuff. It feels so real because we made a move. Indeed. Yeah, we've made a couple moves. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, we're gonna call it again. We're gonna right. talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs>